So one of my favorite Kobe Bryant moments of all time is one that I've never actually heard anybody else talk about. And that's really unfortunate because that little moment that happened back in 2001 revealed this glimpse into Kobe Bryant's psychology and the way that he mentally approached the game, which is opposite to the way that most players approach the game. So essentially what happened, uh, the Lakers in 2001 were playing the Kings in the playoffs. I believe it was the second round of the playoffs. And that year, the Lakers were just steamrolling everybody. They went, uh, they only lost once in the finals, I believe, to the Sixers. And aside from that, they were undefeated in the playoffs. And Kobe was just torching the league. He went on this tear where, um, you know, it, it was like prime afro kobe right with all of his athleticism and that game against the kings he had 48 points and i believe 14 rebounds or something along those lines if my memory is correct and there was a sequence in the first quarter where uh kobe came from behind to strip the ball from chris weber i think twice in a row and then blocked his shot and Chris Webber got so frustrated in that moment in the first quarter, and the Lakers were actually on their way to sweeping the Kings. Chris Webber got so frustrated that he wound up to throw the ball into the stands. <laughs> and Kobe, rather than letting him do that, rushed in in front of Chris Webber and said, no, 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 don't throw the ball. We want you in this game. Don't get ejected. We want you in this game. Now, Chris Webber was the other team's best player, and of course, if he got ejected, the Lakers would have a much better chance of beating the Kings, but Kobe didn't want to beat the Kings that way. He didn't want to beat them when they were suboptimal. He wanted to beat the Kings when they were at their very, very best, and <laughs> this revealed that I, I, I will never forget what the announcers of that game said. They were like, wow, most players would not do that. <laughs> and they, they were kind of wondering if the Lakers coaching staff was upset with Kobe, like, wow, why would you do that? Like, let Chris Webber get ejected. And yet Kobe approached the game, not just to win it, right? And we all have heard players say things like, all I want to do is win. I just want to win at all costs. And it's not that they're lying, but they're not telling you the full story. And that untold part of the story is the most important part. So in that case, when the Lakers were playing the Kings and, uh, you know, about to sweep them, Kobe didn't want to win at all cost. He didn't want to win at the cost of beating the Kings when they weren't at their best. He wanted to only win if the Kings were at their very best because that would challenge the Lakers to get to a level that they wouldn't get to otherwise if the Kings weren't at their best. And it reveals this really critical um, aspect of the, the psychology and the mental approach of the greatest players in history. And in deep game, we call it law number four, which is the law of transformation. So the law of transformation states that the player who seeks growth advances faster than the player who seeks accomplishment. Now, if Kobe had just been seeking accomplishment in that situation, he would, of course, have allowed Chris Webber to throw the ball into the stands, get ejected. Like, all we want is the accomplishment of the win. No, that's not what Kobe did. He was seeking the, the best growth opportunity for himself and for his team. And of course, that would come if the Kings were at their very best in that game. And this is the way that Kobe approached his entire career. It's also the way that Michael Jordan approached his entire career. And these are two players who most of the basketball world would consider to be like psychotically addicted to winning, right? They just want to win at all costs. And yet that's not what happened. If you look at Michael Jordan, 
when the chat when he felt the challenge was not strong enough he actually retired to play baseball <laughs> so at the peak of his powers and the peak of the chicago bulls team powers he retired to play baseball rather than going on to win a fourth, fifth uh, championship in those two years. And ultimately, if he had continued playing, there's a good chance that he might have eight titles right now. And yet, he retired to play baseball because he just felt the challenge wasn't strong enough. And again, at the very end of his career, he said, mentally, I'm exhausted. I don't feel like there's a challenge anymore. And he once again retired. And there's various reasons for that and like political reasons with the Chicago Bulls. But the fact is, the challenge is what drove Michael Jordan, not just winning at all costs, because winning for the sake of winning was not enough. It had to spark challenge and growth inside of him as a player. So <laughs> the analogy that I'd like to offer you and the approach to take with your game is one, uh, we call it in deep game, Damascus Steel. And Damascus Steel is this really uh, incredibly strong type of steel from Syria. And the way that it's made is that they'll take a brick of steel and they'll plunge it into like fiery hot heat until the steel melts. And then they'll hammer away at it until it bends over on itself. Okay, so you can imagine bending steel. They've just torched it in the oven and then bent it over on itself. They hammer it away again and then they plunge it into icy cold water until it hardens and then they plunge it back into the fire, hammer, 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 bend it over on itself, plunge it into the ice cold water. And this act of fire, hammer, uh, ice, fire, hammer, ice over and over and over again gives them this steel ultimately that's been folded over on itself as many as a million times and you can imagine how strong that steel is right folded over on itself a million times and the result is this just almost indestructible blade that has this beautiful pattern of, of um, all of the places that the steel has been folded over on itself but it's also very flexible as well because it's gone through that process of heat hammer and cold and of course, you couldn't get that steel so strong and so flexible and so deadly if it hadn't gone through that traumatic process of being plunged into the fire, being hammered away at, and then being plunged into the ice. And that's the approach that the greatest players in history take with their game. It's not just to seek out opportunities to win and try to play at their best all the time. It's actually to put themselves through the fire, the hammer, and the ice to forge their game into the strongest, um, the strongest way that they could possibly play. So the, we have this saying in deep game, that the amateur loves the result, the master loves the challenge. And that's the critical difference. The player who seeks growth advances faster than the player who seeks accomplishment. And if you're going out to just simply find opportunities to accomplish, meaning, you know, wins or scoring a lot of points or not, not challenging yourself in a way that's going to spark the most growth, Ultimately, you're not going to succeed in the long term like players like Kobe and Michael Jordan did who, um, contrary to popular belief, were not just seeking to win at all costs. They were seeking the challenge. They were hunting down the, the strongest challenge that would once again forge them into the player that they were meant 
to be. And that's the critical difference that most up and coming players never understand. So if you need more help with the law of transformation and all of the eight laws of the deep game, I would strongly, strongly recommend go to deepgame.com. Take the masterclass now. If you've taken it before, take it again, because it will really transform the way that you approach the game of basketball and teach you to optimize for not just accomplishment, but your growth, your long-term growth in this game. And that means hunting down the strongest challenge that will turn you into the player that you're meant to be. So go to deepgame.com right now, take that masterclass, and I will hope, hopefully see you there in just a moment.